Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast on Wednesday, 22nd of November. And Wall Street just taking a breath. All the markets a little bit lower overnight. We had the Dow Jones down 63 points. Again, a narrow range only, an 80-point range, down 113 at worst. And NASDAQ down 0.6%, and the S&P 500 down 0.2%. The big event we're all waiting to see is what the NVIDIA results look like and what it does after hours. I can tell you NVIDIA was down 0.9% in normal trade and after hours so far, I haven't yet seen the results, down 0.6%. Wrong. I have seen the results. Chip designer NVIDIA forecasts fiscal fourth quarter revenue above Wall Street targets. Improving supply chain dynamics will help it meet strong demand for its artificial intelligence chips. You're probably aware they have had a curb on exports imposed on them by the US government on exports to China, but they say their order books are full until at least August next year and that demand outstrips supply, particularly in the US. And guidance for this quarter is 20 billion dollars of revenue and the consensus was about 17 so a bit better than expected third quarter revenue was up 206 percent higher than expected data center revenue up 41 percent and earnings of four dollars and two cents which beat estimates of three dollars 37 despite that they talked about and this is probably why the share price hasn't gone anywhere they talked about sales to china and the middle east will decline significantly significantly in the fourth quarter of 2024, thanks to the US export controls. But they say that decline will be offset by growth in other regions. Net result keeps moving around. NVIDIA down 0.4% in after hours trade. So NVIDIA hasn't set the market alight. There is also a fair bit of commentary, I have to say, in the journal journalists' write-ups of the results talking about Microsoft, Google, and Amazon, all of of whom are developing their own AI chips, which can take years, by the way, and cost billions. And the Chinese developing their own AI chip as well. So maybe that will be the thematic the market picks up on from here. So a bit of a damp squib so far. Otherwise, ASX futures down six points this morning. We had a good day yesterday, up 20. We're just sort of rolling along nicely at the moment. Our market is up 4.7% from the beginning of the month, and which is just about when the market bottomed. And the NASDAQ is up 11% with the S&P 500 up 8.3%. And in the last few days, we haven't seen any material selling or profit-taking, and the currencies are going in the right direction. In other words, US dollar down and the Aussie dollar up, and bond yields continue to come off. US 10-year bond yield down two basis points overnight, two-year down four basis points. Our bond yields down four basis points and five basis points. So bond yields continue to come off. US dollar continues to go down, and the market having gone up are holding their own, which tells you that this rally seems to have some integrity. And the longer it goes on, the longer it should go on. The trend is your friend. Other developments overnight, BHP up 1.48% in the US, Rio up 1.46%. 
We recently bought BHP in the one stock portfolio and we're up about 4.5%. Should look a little bit better today. Oil price up half a percent overnight. There is a suggestion that OPEC, which meets on November the 26th, will start to tighten supply again. Talk about production cuts and the energy sector is down about 13% from the top in a month or so. And the hope is that there will be a trade in energy stocks after a bit of a sell-off. Uranium price just hit 80 for the first time in 15 years. The uranium ETFs, which is Atom and URNM, have both broken out of the recent trading range, hitting new highs. We haven't bought into uranium yet, but Paladin is an interesting stock. They are expected to get back in production. They are a seasoned uranium company and expected to get back in production next year, and that will revolutionize revenue and earnings. Still not cheap, no yield, so the fundamentals say no. But if this nuclear renaissance, as it's being called, global nuclear renaissance continues, then there is a fair bit of reward to compensate you for the risk in uranium. Bitcoin down 1.51% overnight. That's the barometer of irrational exuberance. If the SEC approve the, is it four applications for a Bitcoin ETF, those ETFs will start to gobble up Bitcoins and push the price even higher, at least that's the gamble, as Kathy Wood was telling us at the Son Hearts and Minds conference last week. Aussie dollar 65.57, US dollar index up 0.14% overnight. Iron ore price up a touch, up 0.2%. Tech stocks in the US mixed, financials in the US down a bit. Bank of America down 1.2%, Goldman Sachs 1.3%, Morgan Stanley 1.5%. Doesn't bode well for Macquarie this morning. European markets as good as unchanged. Germany down one point. Stock 600 index down one point. Nothing happening over there. Gold price up $21. Should have a bit of a flyer today. Global lithium stocks all down. Sort of 2-3% drops. If you have a look at the pre-market report, you'll see every day we put in global stocks overnight, which includes lithium stocks, global energy stocks, gold stocks, mining stocks, financials, and big tech and industrials. So you can get a feel every morning for whether gold, lithium mining stocks are moving. Anyway, almost all the lithium stocks in the red overnight. Almost all the gold stocks in the black, by the way. On the diary today, we've already had the Webjet results. Haven't worked out whether they're any good yet. AGMs from City Sheet, Downer EDI, Levisa, Medibank Private, NetWealth, Pacific Smiles and Premium. New Farmex dividend today. Fixed volatility index down a touch. That's the fear index, or I would call it the complacency or fear index. So we're heading towards complacency at the moment. We've got the Westpac October leading index today at 10.30. Speech by RBA Governor Michelle Bullock today. A monetary policy fit for the future. That is this evening in Sydney. European Consumer Confidence, US October durable goods tonight and the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Number, which of course is on a Wednesday, usually on a Friday. But of course, the US is going to be closed closed on Thursday. So it'll be open tonight, but closed on Thursday and has a half day on Friday and a lot of people going on holiday this week. So volumes are low and the volatility can sometimes pick up actually when everyone's on holiday, but you would imagine it would be fairly subdued. The RBA minutes, sorry, I missed those. I didn't miss them, but forgot to say RBA minutes were not the RBA, FOMC minutes were out overnight. They confirmed the Fed is 
on hold unless inflation reaccelerates. So it sort of confirms what we already knew anyway, which is rates have gone high enough, assuming inflation doesn't do something unexpected. And it says the quote was, they are in a position to proceed carefully. US existing home sales hit their lowest in 13 years on the back of higher mortgage rates and lower inventories in the US overnight. The S&P 500 index is at 4,538 at the moment. Bank of America says the index will reach 5,000, up 10% from here, in 2024. By the way, the average statistic in the financial markets is 9%. If anyone asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, you say 9%. So when anyone asks how much the market go up next year, every economist always says 9%. And that's what Bank of America are telling us. It is the standard conservative strategist's forecast for any annual number. And there we go. That'll about do you, I think, for today. So SPY futures down 6 and as I leave you, NVIDIA down 1.3% after hours. Looks like another quiet day today. You have a good day. I'll be back with the members podcast later. Thank you.